part of this you just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about prophets. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour, your podcast to encourage, enlighten, and educate you on your path through womanhood. I'm your host and women's empowerment specialist, Kelly Hickey. I'm owner and director of Strong Women Co., a global and interactive company that helps women to be their strongest, happiest, and healthiest selves. You can check us out on strongwomenco.com for our one-on-one programs and our goddess bracelets. We've got some great things coming up for Christmas and holiday gifts too. Ooh, uh, and of course, follow us on Facebook and Instagram for daily inspiration and motivation. Uh, we've really been uh, reaching a lot of people through Facebook in particular, uh, posting a lot of really cool different articles people are loving and commenting and sharing. So it's really great to uh, put that piece out there of education and awareness and uh, follow us on Facebook if you don't already. And of course, draw. you can join our Strong Woman Code tribe. The link is in the show notes. Um, I do let people into the tribe in different in- uh, integrals, just kind of waiting wait. For, wait wait give everyone a moment or two a couple of days a couple of weeks sometimes uh it's a different influx so that we can all get used to the culture um uh, of what's going on in that beautiful amazing tribe where we help each other through womanhood and wow it has been a, a full and exciting couple of weeks since i last got to talk to you um well let's just do this welcome back to all of our loyal listeners um big fist pump for you for showing up again and for sharing this podcast with anyone who you think could use the empowerment enlightenment and education uh and encouragement that's what we're really into obviously and shout out to the new folks uh joining on in this week we've had uh, a couple of very exciting full weeks as I mentioned um we uh I when I say we in this particular case uh I led a women's empowerment women's leadership uh session at this very amazing women's leadership summit it was uh ran by municipalities uh, NL so it was um all of the town and city councilors from all over the province who were women uh, came together uh so that we could meet and learn and grow and I was the lucky lucky person who got to do the opening plenary and the closing plenary of that day and um, uh, got great amazing feedback it was like oxygen it was so much fun Um, and if you are interested in leadership um, we really encourage you yeah this is what strong woman co in in no small part is exists is to encourage women uh, to be the leaders in their families communities workplaces places, um, industries that um, the world uh, and everyone needs you to be and that you want to be, that you can be. Um, And often that sometimes realizes, it looks like realizing that um, uh, women's leadership looks different than uh, traditional leadership. And uh, uh, it also looks at, you know, um, looking at your strengths, looking at how you lead, um, and just kind of changing your perspective on um, uh, on the value that you bring. So if you are interested um, in uh, having a women's leadership uh, workshop in your workplace, you can reach out uh, to us. Uh, we have corporate and uh, not-for-profit rates. And also, because because this whole leadership thing is so strong and so big and we got such amazing feedback 
from uh, the Leadership Summit, we will be doing a women's leadership online uh, workshop uh, in the coming future. I can't promise when, but uh, of course, follow us on Facebook and Instagram uh, to find out about that. Uh, it's it's a really cool thing to just even talk about women's leadership, particularly from the, the angle that we do it, which is very holistic and um, um, anti-patriarchal uh, kind of way. Uh, also, we will be putting out our last new moon kit of the year slash decade. Can you even believe uh, that this decade is coming to an end? I'm like a little bit in shock, I think. 2020 still sounds really sci-fi, I think. Um, but so this last new moon that we'll be putting out, there is another new moon on Boxing Day on December 26th, but we'll be doing a family day that day. Um, and that new moon kit uh, will, comes with a workbook and a ritual and a moon necklace. Uh, it's a moon phase necklace to kind of help you to remind yourself that even if you aren't shining 100%, um, you are still whole. And also to remind ourselves of the cycles. And just like the moon goes through cycles, we also go through cycles. Uh, I'm currently in a cycle of renewal, um, which happens uh, with women's monthly cycles. Uh, but of course, we are all going through different cycles. So this new moon kit, um, I'm, I'm, I'm still working on the workbook. It's really fun. I've got some cool goddess mandala and just some great worksheets to help you uh, get clear, get grounded, and get ready to manifest the things you want, the life you want, the feelings you want. Big talks on feelings and understanding core desired feelings. Um, and so this is a super uh, poignant time as we're coming to the close of 2019 is before we get into the reflexiveness of 2019, which is what a lot of uh, the full moon kit, which we'll put out in December will be. It's an awesome opportunity right now just to take stock of what you have, what you want more of, what you want to grow more in this new year. Um, and it's really helpful time to do that, to take pause before we get into the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. And as I mentioned, uh, we will be following up with a full moon kit in December um, uh, that will help you kind of let go and clear away of the things um, that no longer serve you. So these really go hand in hand with a good one to uh, purposefully put out for you in this kind of way to figure out what you want and then figure out what you're going to clear away. Oh, so the link will be in the show notes for uh, for that. Uh, it's on the strongwomanco.com uh, page as well. Um, so that's everything that's going on that I can think of. Oh, besides, we just got a lot of cool. I'm going to be doing some online sales for our goddess bracelets and our goddess necklaces. I also have uh, made goddess Christmas tree or holiday tree ornaments uh, that they will be going on sale soon as well. So check out strongwomanco.com for that. And then also uh, check out uh, the, the social media. Honestly, social media gets the things first uh, just because that's easier to upload. So you can check us out there. But before I get into uh, the topic of today's show, which I'm really excited to talk about, is this topic of learning to say no is um, something that comes up a lot with clients for sure. So I'm excited to talk about that. But I just wanted to um, uh, say a shout out to thank you for everybody for the support. Anyone who's listened to last show, I want to uh, just give you a little update on... Um, What's going on with that? So last show was called, and that's why we take care of the vulnerable. And it was about um, a very personal situation in uh, I was dealing with in my neighborhood uh, where there had been an incident of violence that led to de death. 
Uh, and we're still we're still reeling from that, honestly. Uh, it's still taking a lot to process. I think that today, honestly, was my first day of like feeling real emotions about it because I am such an action taker that I was just like, okay, we got to organize. Okay, I got to take care of my, my daughter and, and like and and acknowledge and help her process her trauma. And um, uh, but it was today. I think you know I made myself walk where uh, the incident had happened and just just think of it and have been absorbing it. Uh, but just to give you an update and to also speak to the powerful nature of organizing and um, just just leading. So it was uh, last week, um, we actually, uh, several members of our neighborhood, and I mean, we're we are a loose group, we're not official in any kind of way, uh, but we had uh, managed to, one of our members of our neighborhood is actually a uh, former member of the House of Assembly. So um, uh, our representative for the, for the government lives in the neighborhood. And uh, so she knew the Minister of Housing, Minister Dempster, um, and requested a meeting. And I have to say, Minister Dempster was great about it and said, uh, absolutely, you know, we'll see if we can fit you in. Uh, and they did. And, um, you know, I, I guess it was about a week and a half after the incident, we were sitting down with uh, Minister Dempster, her aide, and then also to Demp Minister Dempster's credit, she filled the room with uh, people that we would need to help the situation. So there were people around this table, and I mean, there was like, I don't know, there's 20 odd people at the table, there's seven of us and 11 or 12 or more of our government officials. And they were from um, Department of Education, uh, Departments of Health, different strategies to end poverty and homelessness. and you know, there are the people who deal with uh, the programs for the vulnerable and high-risk uh, populations we have here. And honestly, sitting around the, the table and sharing of our experiences, uh, it, it, it did feel great to be able to just be, be heard by our government. And I'd like to speak to, this is the beauty of like, you know, uh, living in a small place that like I do is a lot of people know a lot of people. And also uh, there is this kind of cool thing that happens uh, in leadership uh, when you are connected to the community, like not all, but like a lot of our government officials are. And, um, uh, you know, it was, I'm not gonna say it wasn't frustrating at times to talk to the government and hear about all the great things they are doing for homelessness and it's like sure mm -hmm, great that's not helping our neighborhood that's not helping the people um in the emergency the for-profit emergency uh shelter in our in our neighborhood but um uh we kind of did figure out between us uh what the situation was uh or what we our hypothesis or, or thesis is uh, that we um the government had been doing some great work putting according to them um putting a lot of folks who had been in those uh, shelter situations and finding them more permanent homes and that is great and kudos to the government for that um, but the reality is it was the high-risk, problematic, the people with behavior issues and aggressive issues and addiction issues that couldn't be placed were then put in high concentrations um, in these emergency for-profit uh, shelters. And of course, <laughs> when you put high concentrations of high-risk people like that, um, you know, it's just an inevitability that it'll occur. But uh, so I wanted to give you an update. We did have that meeting. Um, you know, there were some promising things uh, said about uh, helping. And there was a lot of people around that table who genuinely wanted to help. Um, there was a representative from um, our, our healthcare system that stayed with us afterwards to try to set up uh, different kinds of trauma counseling as a group and individuals, which was extremely helpful and not something I had even considered um, while I was just trying to to make our neighborhood safer. So I want to say uh, just a general kind of like positive note that, um, you know, organizing 
is really helpful and you can get a lot done and choosing to be a leader um, even if you're like myself and you kind of just want the lateral leader or you're almost a reluctant leader um, you know or you're a justice minded leader you just you just stand up when you got it when when something's got to be said uh, I just want to point out um, that not everyone gets to see uh, all of the work the great work that gets done from organizing like that and nothing is solved we actually have the point of this recording we're having a meeting with the chief of police and our current uh, member uh, representative in our house for government and also um, our um, uh, ward counselor from the city. And we're going to share our experiences and try to figure out um, how to make our neighborhood safer and how to help the folks um, who are in that house. So um, it's exhausting. And um, honestly, uh, it's left me in tears more than once uh, dealing with this. But um, in general, I feel like we're going in a good direction um, and you know often in life there's not more than you can ask for than that sometimes you know than to feel like you're moving forward and moving in a positive direction and you know that is just comes down to uh, the great people standing up and uh, myself and a couple of others being willing to speak up um, speak the truth and um, you know get to the bottom of some issues ask ask questions that's that's look that's a big thing uh, asking questions often uh, can be even more helpful than um, stating something so thank you to my uh, neighbors thanks to people who had reached out um, thank you to our government representatives thanks to the chief of police um, uh, for Newfoundland for the Royal Newfoundland constabulary uh, and everyone else who seems to really want to help um, and it's wonderful to ex coexist with folks who just really want to help and get to the bottom of things so big mouthful there right okay so let's get to the show before we do it though let's take our breaths as you can hear me i'm like ramped up i had a little bit of caffeine <laughs> i don't usually have caffeine but i did today so that means i really need to calm it down so close your eyes if you can just notice your breath going in and out through your nose through your mouth if your nose is stuffed up Shoulders away from your ears. Unclench your jaw. Let's go breathing nice and light in through our nose together. Hold. And let it out. Another one just behind it. Breathing nice and light in through the nose. Hold. All right, now nice, big, big, big one. Breathing in as much as you comfortably can. Filling up your beautiful lungs with nourishing oxygen. Hold. And let it out with a sigh. <sighs> All right, let's do this. Let's get to the topic of the show. <laughs> Okay, so learning to say no. I have to say, uh, this is one thing that comes up with so many of my clients, so many of my friends. Um, it's something that uh, it causes a lot of um, guilt and a lot of wasted energy and a lot of women doing things they don't actually want to do. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, shout out to uh, the non-women out there who also listen. But taking it from a uh, women's uh, kind of uh, perspective and lens, 
this time of year in particular, uh, we are stretched so thin and uh, we feel obligated to say yes to uh, everything. Um, there's so many things we have to do. There's so many things on the list from the shopping and the, the prepping and the, uh, you know, getting the house ready and the planning. The planning takes so much time. What days we do this and what days we do go to, you know, aunt so-and-so's and there's just, it's just, we're just really stretched thin. So right off the bat, I'm just gonna say, um, looking at the holidays right now, block off some time for yourself. Seriously, I'm serious. You know, tell, tell, tell your family, your kids, you got something on the go, that just block off some time for yourself. I'm gonna do the same, because um, I got totally burned out last Christmas, and then I entered the new year uh, in a depleted state. So my goal this year is to not do that. And part of that is saying no, saying no to things. So. Uh, I'm going to give you some ideas of uh, things that you can say no to. And uh, just to kind of plant these seeds, because this is literally how I think I have to approach this, because when uh, this is how entrenched it is. When I'm talking to clients and we're trying to figure out, you know, get clarity on things or, uh, you know, give them real day-to-day -day help on uh, reaching their goals, and, you know, we talk about you only got so much energy, okay, you know, and I'll be honest with clients, sometimes I'm like, you got to take something off the plate. Like, this is not, this is not sustainable. This is not doable, right? Um, and uh, uh, it's really hard for women to do this. So I'm going to plant some seeds so that you uh, are A, given the permission and B, given the concept that you can say no to this because I think that saying no is actually a relatively new concept uh, for women in the patriarchy um, uh, because we are just so used to have to say yes, you know, and you can go back a generation or two or, you know, um, certainly beyond that. And we really didn't have much say over anything, right? We didn't have uh, say uh, over, you know, um, uh, how we dressed, who we married. <laughs> if we had children, uh, if we wanted a career, like there was, we're just, we're just literally coming off uh, thousands of years of, of not having a lot of say over ourselves. So we're not really used to having agency over ourselves and our decisions. And we're certainly not used to having the power uh, to say no to things. So I think that's why it's so entrenched. So I'm gonna just like lay out some things for seeds that you can have uh, say no to and I'm gonna ask you if you feel resistance, if I say something and you're like, mm, you feel that little voice that comes up and says, Kelly, no, you can't, you can't say no to that. I just want you to pay attention to that uh, because that's maybe where you can do a little bit of work and relaxing on uh, you know, the shoulds. You should do this, you should do that uh, in your own kind of mind. All right, here we go. So these are the things you can say no to. You can say no to events, going to events, including family events, you can say no. It is in your power. You are not, uh, you are not obligated to do anything. <laughs> Let's just get this uh, straight. Um, you know, sure, there are benefits to doing everything, and you can make that decision, uh, you know, and then it's a decision, and then it's an empowered position to be in. It's like, sure, I could be home, uh, but, you know, uh, aunt so-and-so or cousin so-and-so appreciates me being here, and it's nice to see, like, you can, you can negotiate it yourself, but don't put yourself in a victimhood kind of mentality about, I have to. That's kind of how I'm going to preface by all these things. Okay, so you can say no to events, including family events. You can say no to friendships that don't make you feel good. You can. You can just be no, and you can just, like, phase them out. 
Uh, it's often what happens. <laughs> it's probably what should happen. Uh, so say no to friends and people uh, who don't make you feel good. Um, you can say no to patterns that no longer serve you. So if you have behavioral patterns, thought patterns, money patterns, you can say no to those patterns and break them and start anew. That is something you totally can say no to. Uh, you can say uh, no to your kids <laughs> and family members. Uh, you absolutely can. In fact, um, demonstrating a healthy boundary by saying no when you know you feel like you have to uh, is, is very healthy. And, um, you know, uh, keeping our, we, yes, we are interconnected, but we are also separate entities and uh, with uh, different kinds of dreams and hopes and uh, uh, feelings. So it's okay for you to say no to your kids. You can say no uh, to bullies, you know, and you say you got a bully at work. You can say no to letting that bully, uh, you know, in your head when you're not at work. Now, I'm saying this is varying degrees. Sometimes it's actually traumatic. Trust me. But uh, and you can say if you got a bully at work, if you got a hard job, you can say no to that job as well. And you say, oh, Kelly, it's not that easy. I understand. Work on your exit plan. Right. This is that you can. You, you, there's millions of ways to say no. You don't have to saying no to a job or a bully doesn't necessarily mean you leave that job that day, uh, it can mean that you uh, start action plans uh, to get out, right? That's your way of saying no, right? There's, there's a lot of ways to kind of like build yourself up and do these things smartly. Uh, you can say uh, no to living small. You, you know, you'd be like, no, I'm not living small anymore. I'm not, I'm not living in anyone's shadow. I can be my bright glittery self. Um, you can say no to living without passion. You can say no to that. It's like, no, I'm going to live with passion, thanks. Um, you can say no to sex. Now I'll let that one hang there for a second because I think often as women we feel um, obligated uh, to kind of just like give in. Um, it's just kind of what the patriarchy is, is planted in our heads. And it's, I've done a lot of work around that, uh, just kind of understanding and owning my own uh, autonomy and sexuality and all of that. And uh, it, I was I was fairly old and like, you know, oh my God, I don't know, 30 <laughs> before I really felt like I had like, you know, in a relationship uh, could say no, um, you know, more than once a once in a, in a while. So you can say no uh, if you don't want to. And honestly, when you do uh, without like even making excuses, <laughs> I mean, you can make excuses if you want, but um, also saying like, I'm just not into it is fine. Uh, and it's a big deal and it's revolutionary uh, to say this like it was uh, I think it was like 1983 in Canada and I'm sure it still uh, exists in other places uh, it's totally legal to rape your wife sorry for saying that word guys I just threw that in there should, should, I know it's, uh, it's, a, it's a hard one to hear sometimes but it was totally legal um, and so uh, this isn't this is a, a well uh, trenched out kind of uh, thought pattern right and I can even think of like my own mother telling me um well if you don't satisfy your man he'll find it somewhere else right like this is the uh really in our brains kinds of stuff that um kind of just makes us do things we don't want to do and it's disempowering to do so so uh, you can say no you can say no and no means no um and all of these things i'm talking about of course are revolutionary us saying no, us having agency, uh, women standing up for their own thoughts, beliefs, self uh, is, is revolutionary and, you know, uncharted uh, territory. Um, and say, so saying no is also just this hugely empowering thing uh, where, you know, you uh, voice your own 
self, your own uh, desires, right? And our desires hadn't, didn't really mean a lot, you know, uh, even 50, 60, definitely 100 years ago, right? We, we were just there to um, take care of our families and our partners. And, you know, even if we didn't marry or have children, they made us take care of other family, other family members, right? So, you know, uh, saying no is also necessary. It's literally necessary for a happy uh, life. You can't say yes to everything, you know? Um, now, uh, I'll, I'll do a whole other show about say, learning to say yes, <laughs> which I think is also beautiful, it's saying yes to joy and yes to hope and yes to love. Um, but, you know, to have the room to say yes to joy, yes to, yes to hope, yes to love, you have to create space. You, you have to say no to other things. You have to say no to despair. You have to say uh, no to uh, being abused. You have to say no uh, to living small, you know? Um, so, so these things do go hand in hand. And also your voice matters and what you think and you feel matters. I know you may have grown up in a world that has told you otherwise, but I am here to tell you today what you think and what you feel, it matters. It matters a hell of a lot. And when you are setting yourself up for the life you want, you are going to have to say no to things. And by saying no, you are creating a world where all of the yeses, where you want to live, uh, can exist. I'll give you an example. So um, me saying no to uh, negative thoughts, me saying no to uh, my uh, anxiety, particularly uh, after the, uh, the trauma of a few weeks ago, what that, what that can look like, um, you know, sure, uh, I, I let myself feel the feels to process and, and then at some point, you know, I gotta pull myself out of it. So me saying no to my anxiety um, is like, okay, what am I, I go literally into my head, what are my coping mechanisms? right? I'm saying yes to get out of this. Um, so I'll go back to my coping mechanisms. And I'll be like, uh, my go-to one is what am I grateful for right now? What am I happy and grateful that I have right now? What can I do? And then next thing is, what, how can I be nice to myself, right? And soothe myself because my nervous system is freaking out. You know, uh, so that's saying no to those, those feelings that are destructive and debilitating and saying yes to reaching my goals and to feeling better. Um, saying no to friends who make you feel bad, you know, um, sure you can have a conversation or you literally can like phase them out, you know, for, mo for the most part. Um, uh, you can get more and more time and space in between. Um, you, you can put up hard walls, soft walls, whatever you decide, but you know, you saying no is, is, is you totally within your power. Another thing you can say no to is uh, feeling crappy. So you can say, I'm, no, I'm not feeling crappy anymore. And if it's in your body, you know, you can change the way you eat. Uh, this morning I thought about, uh, I was carrying a lot of stress in my body. I was like, how, how do I get on a more even keel? Um, I was like, exercise, right? Yeah, okay. That's my decision to not feel crappy and not have the, the highs and the lows. I need to get my um, uh, P-I-S-S and vinegar out <laughs> in exercise. Uh, but of course, like the, the big no uh, around this time of year of holiday times is uh, you can say no to, um, you know, uh, events, plans, friends. Um, you can say no to uh, wallowing in self-pity. <laughs> 
there's a lot of things you can say no to is kind of my point and sometimes it's outwardly and uh, you can say, say no to others and that may be the harder part you know um, to actually do uh, and, and you know it, it takes strength and um, it takes uh, self-esteem and um, really uh, it takes you realizing that you're worth it and you're worth saying no and then there's other ways that you can say no to um, you know your own inner turmoils and conflicts and uh, th those patterns that uh, bring you down places you don't necessarily want to go. And I think it's just really powerful uh, to think about and uh, to put effort in to putting those clear boundaries of what you want and what you don't want. Uh, that's why I love doing the uh, new moon and full moon kinds of rituals because uh, every two weeks you ask those, yourself those questions. So on the new moon, uh, you ask yourself what you want more of. So that's the like, what do I want to say yes to, right? And then on the on the um, full moon, uh, traditionally, that's what you let when you think about things, and you even if you don't think about it, it still occurs. You let go of things, um, but if you do think about it, it's a bit more conscious and um, uh, a fuller experience that 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 you can you can um, you can expect uh, an easier kind of transition sometimes if you're following with the moon things and being conscious about what you're saying no to right because it's an empowering thing it's empowering to be like okay ask myself on the full moon what do I want to let go of okay I write it down I think about it you know I get clarity uh, that's me saying no to things that's you saying no to things if you do those uh, kinds of uh, rituals and writing exercises and it's really that that kind of line in the sand um, that allows you to you know evolve into the person you want to be to grow and have um the life experiences and the joy and the learning that you want is like figuring out it's like no this this is this is no longer for me you know this relationship is no longer for me we didn't talk about that if you are in a relationship um r romantically or otherwise uh that you know in your heart it's not it's not for you you can say no too many women I know um, uh, think that they just kind of like got to go on sailing through it uh, just because uh, and it's just it's just not the tr it's not the truth right you can say no you can get an exit plan you can figure things out um, so that you are creating the life you want as opposed to just like coasting along um, in what has occurred so far and if I can leave you with one last thing to think about around learning to say no to the things you don't want, to the things that don't serve you, uh, to the things you don't want to do, I'm also going to definitely highlight don't feel guilty about it either. And this is what I find so with so many clients. It's like, you know, we're going through their day. It's like, well, you know, you're going to have to take something out or, you know, this doesn't happen a lot. But from, from time to time when we have to have real talks about goals and um, uh, getting our heads on straight and clarity and, and that. And uh, or if I hear a client, you know, kind of complaining about something that they uh, don't want to do. And I'll say, you know, you don't have to do it. And then they'll give me reasons why, and then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll show the mirror to them and be like, you know, do you really, really, really have to do it? Is this really life or death? And, um, and then um, um, they'll say, but I'll feel so guilty, right? I'll feel so guilty if I don't do it. And, like, it's such a paralyzer, right? <laughs> what, what do you even say to that? And it's like, you know, uh, guilt is, sometimes is also a choice, <laughs> you know? You can say no to guilt. You can say no to events and doing things with friends or family members or say no to, um, uh, I don't know, sticking to a, a, a certain meal plan for a day. You can say no to a, a million things. But, and 
it, it can be a liberta- liberating experience, an empowering experience, except when you feel guilty for saying no. And I find uh, women sometimes do set themselves up in such a way, it's like a self-sabotaging circle, that um, we may uh, just do things so that we can feel guilty. I swear to God, it's what it seems like. <laughs> Uh, particularly if we were, were raised in kind of uh, strict guilt-invoking uh, kinds of spiritualities or um, behavioral patterns from our family of origin, right? Like, if it's if it's wired in us to feel guilt, sometimes we uh, will search for guilt. We will create things to feel guilty about uh, because we feel like that's kind of a normal state. But I'm here to say to you that guilt, uh, you can say no to that too. And guilt is a waste of time and energy right unless it's something like you really really like guilt has a time and a place and a very it's it, it's useful uh in a very small portion of the amount of guilt that goes out there and in, in my experience uh personally and uh with my clients and friends women um just love to swim around in guilt we get all pruney and uh it's almost like uh what's it when you like do your own self-lashing flogging right? Uh, it's this kind of emotional flogging we do to, to punish ourselves for, um, you know, coming up short, so-called, or, you know, not showing up, or whatever kind of way we want to beat ourselves up today. But if I can help you have the seeds of this liberating thought, that you don't need to feel guilt about saying no to things that don't make you happy, that don't serve you, that don't make you healthy, that don't help you reach your goals, Those things you do not need to feel guilty for. Definitely not. You know, uh, it gets a little more complicated. Say for, uh, you know, uh, you're choosing your own health. uh, So you're getting to the the gym more. So that's an hour out of your day. You're not seeing your child. Oh, that's some mom guilt. Mom guilt's next level guilt, right? Um, But you, you can examine that. Uh, you can also then, uh, you know, talk to yourself, write about it, talk about that guilt and say, you know, uh, uh, let your kind of higher self speak to you as well. And let her say that, um, sure, you're missing that hour of day right now, um, uh, but you're also uh, creating a body that's healthier. So you're happier when you are with your child. Right, and you're you're um, uh, you're you're sick less, so you're more productive, and um, you know you're you're more mentally clear, uh, and uh, you're likely to live healthier for longer. Right, you know sometimes we need to to kind of like tease apart the guilt, um, to to let ourselves fully understand it, and then let it go. Right, because the self-flogging that we do um, in this newfangled saying no thing that we, um, we 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 have the power now to do, um, you know, it's it's not easy. It's uncharted territory. It's not like we saw our mothers do it. Um, so you know, be easy on yourself for this. That's why I say I'm just planting the seeds here, planting the seeds to empower you to be able to say no to the things that you want to say no to, the things that don't make your heart sing, the things that bring you down. You can absolutely say no to those things and you can absolutely feel zero guilt about them. I have to say, uh, the zero guilt, uh, is a process. Um, I am pretty good with it now. Uh, I have to say it's, a. It was hard at first and I was really in the kind of pattern of just self-flogging of like just wanting to feel guilty about everything. I think, you know, uh, just how I was raised. And uh, and then uh, when I started to say no, because I literally needed it for my mental, emotional and physical health for different things, um, it got easier and easier. That's the thing too. Like the more you say no to other things that don't don't help you or please you or fulfill you or sustain you or nourish you, uh, 
the stronger you get. Because <laughs> the, the, you're not as depleted as much. You're not as resentful. That's the other thing. My God, there's so many layers here. If you do start to say no to things, you get less resentful because there's less to be resentful about. <laughs> because the things you're actually doing are things you want to do. And resentment is a, a thing, again, comes up with a lot of clients. It is a energy drain. It is an absolute uh, energy drain, energy waste. Um, and again, I think, you know, kind of a, a, a sister or a cousin to the self-flogging, self-sabotaging kinds of behaviors. Um, this passive-aggressive crap, you know. Women aren't allowed to be aggressive-aggressive, so we do this passive-aggressive crap to each other and ourselves. <laughs> but we can say no to that. Say no to passive-aggressive things. Say no to things that don't fill you up. Say no to things uh, that, that drain you, that, um, uh, that aren't going to make you happy. Uh, and that's totally good. And allow yourself that freedom. Allow yourself that full body, uh, bodily autonomy, you know, the spiritual autonomy that you say, you have a say over what you do, who you see, uh, what you experience, uh, you know, f f as much as you have control over it, you do have control uh, to a point, right? You can't control other people's reactions to things or actions, sure, but you can control your own. And you can say no to the things that you should say no to. And I use that word should. Hmm. How about this? You can say no to the things you could say no to. And you'll be stronger for it. You'll have more energy. Uh, you'll be more empowered. Uh, you'll be a great example to those around you. You'll be demonstrating healthy uh, boundaries. Sure, you may fa face resistance internally with guilt or externally with guilt. Oh, that's another thing. But I tell you, <laughs> you teach people how to treat you right so if you're saying no you're teaching people like no i got these boundaries and honestly i had to say that to a friend um uh, last night and she does listen to the pod so shout out to you um but she was uh, going through her own thing i had had a really kind of full full day that um all of my emotional uh, uh my cup was completely empty and i was depleted i was there trying to be a mom um, and dealing with some heavy, heavy things. Um, and I had to say to her a couple times, like, I don't have the capacity. I don't have the um, bandwidth to even say, to, uh, to talk about what she was talking about because it was some high-level things. And then it got to a point where I guess she was just in her own thing so much, she just didn't hear me. I was like, you know, hey, friend, you're not hearing me on my uh, boundaries here. And I got, I got nothing. <laughs> I got to talk to you about this later. And, uh, you know, she was, like, taken aback for a second, but I think also instantly understood um, and, uh, you know, that was me demonstrating to her and my little girl who was there is like, no, I'm going to say no to this conversation because I literally don't have the capacity for it. Um, and I've got to stay I, with the energy and emotional, um, kind of stability I had left. Uh, I needed for myself and my child, uh, to have a, a good evening. And, uh, yeah, th these are the things you can say no. It's powerful to say no. Uh, it shows other people what, uh, healthy boundaries look like and you, you can absolutely do it, and you will be happier and healthier and stronger for it. All right, now for the featured song of the podcast. Uh, this is Megan Trainer. Uh, this song is so wicked. I, I love uh, the concepts of it. I love the empowerment of younger women. Um, this song in particular is kind of like about a guy who won't take is uh, trying to get her number or that, that kind of like uh, chasing kind of thing is like my name is no <laughs> my sign is no. <laughs> 
I just love it. I think that it's uh, it's a great kind of uh, spirit to have uh, of this like healthy boundaries. And it's like not everybody gets your time. Not everybody gets all of you. And you can say no. Um, and thank the goddess we can finally say no. And let's for our, all of our foremothers and all of our ancestors who lived their whole freaking lives without being able to say no. Let's say no for them. All right, Megan, let's take it away. I think it's so cute And I think it's so sweet How you let your friends encourage you To try and talk to me But let me stop you there Oh, before you speak is no my sign is no my number is no mm. you need to let it go mm. you need to let it go mm. need to let it go mm. my name is no my sign is no my number is no you need to let it go you need to let it go need to let it go first you gonna say you ain't running game they cannot believe in every word call me beautiful so original telling me i'm not No, my sign is no, my number is no. Mm. You need to let it go, mm. you need to let it go, mm. need to let it go. Thank you in advance, I don't wanna dance. Nope. I don't need your hands all over me. No, no. If I want a man, then I'ma get a man, but it's never my No, my sign is no, my number is no. Mm. You need to let it go, mm. you need to let it go, mm. need to let it go. Mm.